Yeah, can you rub my back after this? <laughs> I'm a little nervous today. I don't I know. I haven't talked just... to you guys in like a month. The set has just really changed. <laughs> I'm really nervous. The room has been rearranged. Sam rearranged his room, but it's honestly really cunt. Like he has a lot of room to do stuff now. Yeah, my like, bed's really He could shocked. literally go in the splits right here. <laughs> we used to not be able to walk through this. The yeah. setup for this was so uncomfortable. Yeah, we've really come a long way, you know. Yeah, I know. Thanks for rearranging your room. <laughs> <laughs> Just one of the many sacrifices I make to keep this show going. <laughs> thank you. Oh, your hat's cute, too. Thank you. Thank it's you. It's very straight core of you. All right. Well, you know what? Let's just jump right into it. <laughs> Would you think Sam's gay or straight just by looking at him with that hat on? You know. I would think bye. Okay. Well, your <laughs> perception of sexuality is really skewed. So. <laughs> Whatever. Hey, guys, and welcome back to the 17th official episode of the Hanxious Podcast. My name is Murphy Lovato, and this is my co-host, Karina Gomez. And on today's episode... Why do I have to be Selena? You're so mean. I love Demi. I'm the drug addict. Bitch, this is my sobriety episode. Oh. It's my two. Soberversary. Yay! He's been two years clean from Adderall and weed. Not right? weed. I did oh. have a two-week edible phase a year ago, and it also oh, ended in tragedy. I'm so stupid. I remember that. Yeah, You yeah. used to come over with edibles in the scale. Oh, you're right. You're right. You're right. Yeah. yeah. I have a ring camera footage of Sam holding his edibles with his $100 scale that we all use to weigh ourselves, find out our body fat percentage, our BMI, <laughs> our water, our muscle mass. Yeah, we were literally living a episode of The Biggest Loser. Um, but we've grown. No more scale time for anyone. Actually, I'm probably going to go downstairs after this and weigh myself. I forgot you even had it. No, stop. You had your taquitos. You're fine. Thanks for outing me. I just had two QT cheesy pepper jack taquitos. They're my favorite snack. Wow, you're so, really specific with that. I yeah. didn't know they were so uh, so detailed. Um, <laughs> I just thought it was Well, they have brilliant. different types. Okay. And I know I've seen the documentaries of like people um, checking the temperature while like the food's like in the gas station cooking mm -hmm. and it's never accurate and like oh, like concern. It's <laughs> But that's not going to stop me there because I fucking love the QT taquitos. I've okay. never had a taquito. Um, no shame in your game. But I just, I'm not a taquito girl, I don't think. I love taquitos. I'm a hard shell taco type Ew, of... I like soft tacos. As if you have any room to judge. You said you had a cheesy bean burrito taquito and now you're coming for my Wait, gig. There weren't beans in it. Okay. Yeah, thank God. She'd be farting during movie time. <laughs> God. <laughs> God, you're so aggressive. But you guys, back on track. It's been two official years since I got sober from literally everything. Cocaine, oh. Molly, LSD, acid, Xanax, Percocet, Hydrocodone, Vicodin. We're not counting the liquor. But big announcement today. I really do think, you guys, I'm officially ready to give up alcohol, too. I think I have done my time with everything mm -hmm. else. It's the last final roadblock on my destiny. And you know, I do want to say something that I feel really guilty about. And I've felt guilty about the past, our entire friendship. Mm -hmm. um, when me and Sam first became friends, he used to never drink and he would be the DD. And I think I triggered him into drinking. <laughs> <laughs> and, then he, and then I remember when he first started drinking like a lot, I was like, oh, that's different. And he definitely became an alcoholic under our friendship. So I'm sorry. 
Yeah. If you're friends with me, you're going to have to just accept that you're never going to stop drinking. But with him, I'll respect it. Um. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. I think you could give it up, too, at some point. Um, I don't know. Today, maybe speak for yourself. I'm not ready to give it up yet. And that's that's the most honest you could get. You just aren't ready yet. I know I have a problem. I'm not one of those addicts that act like everything's all rainbows and sunshine and unicorns on my end. I definitely know I have a problem. I mean, you've definitely woken up a time or two and said you needed rehab. So (laughs) I don't think Um, that you... No. When I lived with Maya, I had a really... She got like pissed off at me because she was pregnant and I got home at like 3 a.m. from the club and then I just felt guilty. And on top of that, I think I was arguing with other people that night. So I literally texted my dad the next day crying and I was like, can you please send me to rehab? Like, I need to go to rehab. And they were going to, but then it just fell through. Thank God. <laughs> For who? <laughs> me. <laughs> me and my substance issues. And so, I'm not the type of al- alcoholic that needs like a drink every day. It's just when I start drinking, I like literally cannot control myself. And I like also will think I'm fine. And like I'll think I'm tipsy and then I'll take like two more shots and then I'm, I'll wake up not knowing <laughs> what happened. So. I love how you're like, yeah, I told my whole family they were they were gonna send me. Like, yeah, they were probably like, oh, finally, this bitch has come to this realization. Yeah. They're like, um, we've been we've actually had a fund, <laughs> a trust we've been putting money to yeah. since the day you were born. But you know what, guys, don't hold your breath. I'm not gonna get clean yet. So <laughs> I will be waiting a bit. I'm still in my 20s having fun. Um, but that doesn't that won't stop you. Her in these damn 20s. You just <laughs> love the 20s. <laughs> and then it's gonna be my 30s. And then my I'm gonna 40s. be in my 60s, like, girl, they're 60. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna like break a hip. You guys want to go to champs? <laughs> Everyone's like, God, you're in a nursing home. Stop, grandma. Yeah. If you grab, can you grab for me? Under my bed, there's my AA book. And my brother Seth was in my room the other night. It's It was like a yearbook. And so I think you'd like reading it. Basically, all these people signed it when I left. It's the big one, the blue one. The Bible? Mm-hmm. Alcoholics Anonymous. Yeah, so basically all these people... We have a whole list of topics you guys will get into, but I thought this would be in- really interesting to go through for my soberversary. Um, to... Her handwriting's really pretty. Who was that? April. Who's April? Oh, and April. she left a number. April was She left the... her digits. I know this is AA, so I probably shouldn't be exposing names, <laughs> but um, not a last name. April was a blonde, coke-addicted woman who uh-huh. sounded like this, and this? she was a Victoria's Secret manager. Oh. So she sized everyone's... Do you know what store? No, I don't know if she was actually lying or not. I mean, honestly, it was It's not rehab. hard to become a manager of Victoria's Secret. Her, like, <laughs> drug of choice was Coke, and she literally, like, on her way to rehab, um, swallowed a bag of Coke. <laughs> she thought she was getting pulled over. <laughs> or she put it in her bra or something. <gasps> this, this note, Sam, I would have actually self-harmed. Okay. April was blonde, like... Fried blonde hair. Honestly, I'm criticizing her because when I had a mustache, she was like, I think mustaches are creepy. You should shave it off. You look creepy. I love mustaches. I've always said that. But think about I've it, Karina. Loved- I was I was stuck behind these four walls with no cell phone. I couldn't go text my friends and be like, 
is this true, you guys? So I had to just sit there. Do you remember when um, Forrest <clears throat> and Levon ganged up on me at Champs and said they hated my thin eyebrows? And then I texted the group chat having a meltdown going, do I look bad with the thin eyebrows? And everyone had to reassure me for like a full day because I thought <laughs> I looked hideous. The way we told you to do that, <laughs> you did go a little ham at first. <laughs> They were. I did. I remember one time me, Sam, and Kenzie were in a group FaceTime, and I was plucking my eyebrows, which, mind you, they were literally non-existent. And Kenzie on the line goes, what is she plucking? And I heard her, and I was like, shut up. I'm having eyebrow dysmorphia. I'm you, sorry. You were brow morphic for sure. <laughs> yeah. There was not but a lot. But now they're at a good, they're at a, they're at a good size. Okay? Yeah, they are definitely, They you found your your eyebrow groove, you know? Mm-hmm. So anyway, April, sorry. you'll love this, okay? Because this was April. She fell in love with this guy named Jay, okay? Her in and rehab? J- not in rehab. Well, we'll get there. Her and Jay were like, like high school, they just hung out a lot in high school. And she said she was oh, like a okay. goody tissues. Like she never did anything wrong. Goody tissues? Two shoes. Two school for cool. <laughs> two cool for shoes. <laughs> he gets okay. her into Coke. Like he gets her into Coke. Okay. And then she becomes a full blown, you know, crackhead. And mm. so not like me and my ex. Right. Yeah. Well, when she ends up in rehab, I don't know how many, you know, time she'd been in treatment before but this Mm -hmm. particular time that i was there that guy jay ended up being in there with her at the same time so they reconnected for the first time in years but this time they were both getting sober together versus you know years prior when they used to party together so they would hang out and play pool together and became really obvious do you think they were hooking up uh for sure you even do that in rehab no big no no and they were both in relationships but she wrote him a Mm. really big letter when she left and the letter was like her professing her love to him i yeah they don't watch (laughs) wait no tell me more i know like what happened I don't know, but Jay is... Text a bitch. The number's in the book. You better text her. I need an update. (laughs) Oh, my God. But with that being said, let's see what April wrote. Her handwriting is so pretty. I can show you a picture of her. That's April. Yeah, she looks like she'd be a Victoria's Secret manager. Oh, she was. She probably ran... Oh, she's wearing pink. It was probably free. She was probably the pink manager, to be honest. When you're a pink girl or pink manager, you get free outfits every quarter. Oh, so she probably is. Would she be able to get away doing Coke on the clock? Absolutely not. (laughs) Absolutely not. But we've all. I love April. I really hope April's sober. A lot of the people I was in rehab with did not end up sober, (laughs) which, you know, I was that was my first time in treatment. I know that that's usually how it goes, but it was quite the the letdown to see all these people fall off the wagon. But you know what? Everyone's (laughs) on their own journey. April, I hope you're doing well. I know you've got some daughters at home. She said, Sam, I'm really proud of what you have accomplished so far. Remember to love yourself. See, I read these and half of these say to love myself. And I'm like, what was I saying in there (laughs) that made people all know I did not love myself? (laughs) Fine, no, you're... Did you have eyebrows when you went in? No, I did not. <laughs> he had blue hair. And somebody literally told me they thought I had Down syndrome when I walked in. <laughs> so that was good. <laughs> you literally looked like the dinosaur from um, Land Before Time. <laughs> <laughs> the one that looks like a snapping turtle. Oh, no God. offense, sorry. <sighs> okay, you read them. Okay. Some of them really are funny, some of them are not. popcorn read right now? Uh, yeah, read out loud to the class. 
Sam, you're the first person here to talk to me and made my first day so easy. The job is called Caption Call. Hope to see you there. Oh, okay. Danny was a pretty normal girl. Like, you wouldn't have suspected she had, like, anything wrong, any, like, substance abuse issues. She was an alcoholic. Her boyfriend had just gotten sober from heroin, and then she ended up getting addicted to drinking. That was during the time of my life when I wasn't ready yet to get a job. But she was telling me that she worked for hearing this hearing-impaired company where she would translate people's calls. And the reason I wanted to do it was because she said, you get to hear these really, like— insane conversations that these deaf people are having and they're really hilarious and you get to just be nosy and translate them like she said i'd love to do that they will sext and like she's had like lesbians sext each other and she had to like translate the word oh my god which i was like sign me up yeah me too yeah that sounds fucking fun there's an office in here with the (laughs) i know the open room getting paid to be nosy Uh, yeah sign sign me up up, bitch yeah so that was a really fun one i never called her and never got the job but uh, i wasn't ready yet you know oh this one (laughs) read that one you motherfucker i love you so much and call when i get out please i'll pick i'll pick you up and we can hang out stay strong and funny love you fucker junior Is Junior a man? No, so Junior was a woman. Yeah, I could tell by the handwriting. I was like, he has really cunt handwriting. Junior was an icon, okay? <laughs> Let me break down. Non-binary? No, okay. I said iconic, <laughs> not binary. Same thing. Yeah, <laughs> you know. Junior was, her name was Tori, so Tori Junior. The reason we called her Junior was because there was another Tori. So, fun fact about Junior. Junior was just getting out of a really abusive relationship. Mm. We later came to find out Junior didn't actually have a drug problem. <laughs> she just kind of wanted to go somewhere. So it was like weeks into us being there that we were like, Junior, do you have a drug problem? <laughs> she was like, no, not really. We were like, okay. What? I digress. She had like a pretty fucked up abusive relationship she was getting out of. Mm-hmm. But just like you in your fashion, um, about a week into her stay, we convinced her to break up with this guy because listen to this shit. He not only got a girl pregnant while they were together, he starts raising the child and then starts clearly cheating on her with the baby mama, even though she was there first. Like, she was dating him before this baby mama came into the picture. He would literally, like, go to this girl's house, turn off his phone, and he, she bought him a car. Bought him a car. And he was cheating on her with the car she purchased for him. So, obviously, we convince her to get out of this relationship about a week goes by and she's like, I think I found a new guy. And we're like, first of all, how? We're in fucking rehab. How are you meeting people? She became prison pen pals with some felon in prison. We were oh like, Oh my God. I uh, used to really want to do that. We were like, okay, Junior. Uh, yeah. like, you know, I let's, don't let's blame her. I totally see. I totally see the appeal in that. Junior was a legend, okay? Well, you know, I just pray the best for Junior. Me and Junior have stayed in touch. She has this selfie of her literally posing in a graveyard. And I was like, Junior, was that a funeral? Why are you taking photos at a graveyard? She's like, I just thought the pictures were aesthetic. And I was like, oh, okay. Nope. Drinking a White Claw. (laughs) Back on her crack. (laughs) Sam, your head looks like it evolved to wear hats. For real, though, you're funny as fuck. Stay real, stay clean. Derek. So the reason he put that was because this bald guy always wore hats. What beneath it? Well, I'll read it after. Okay. Oh my God. But the reason he said that was because there was this guy that always wore hats and I think he pissed me off one day and he took his hat off and I looked and I said, 
your head literally looks like it fucking evolved to wear hats because his skull was like shaped like the hat looked perfect on if it. If I were to be stuck in a rehab with a mean girl like you, I wouldn't I would get out and immediately use. Like you would trigger me so bad. <laughs> Shut up. Oh my God. Sam. Oh no. Like what did you tell these people? <laughs> Sam, <laughs> Sam, keep your room clean. Keep yourself clean. Trust in God. Trigger for you. <laughs> keep working on your program. Quit worrying about what people think of you and start loving yourself as you are. Jeff. Oh, Jeff was the bodybuilder who everyone thought was gay, but he has a girlfriend. Sam, what a crazy world. Thanks for being a part of mine. Best wishes. That's really sweet. Who said that? Richard. CK Richard was this little <laughs> alcoholic man who was like in his 80s and he would wander around like he was Stop. in a nursing home. His handwriting's older too. You can tell. He would true. tell us some crazy ass stories. Like, listen to this. He would okay. literally hallucinate and see these like little tiny people in his carpet. But the way Richard would tell the stories, you'd be like, and then I saw these little people climbing in the carpet <laughs> and I'd say, hey, get out of there. And they'd run away. These little people, they'd get on my nerves because they, They'd walk into the room and through the carpet and they'd come up to me and I'd be like, hey, get off my leg. We'd be like, are you sure it's just alcohol? This sounds kind of like, are you on something else? <laughs> he was really cute. Like, I loved Richard. At first, no one knew what Richard was saying ever. But then eventually, Richard really came out of his shell and he would flirt with all the nurses. And we all loved Richard. Richard was yeah. a king. That was really sweet that he wrote that. Yeah, that was really sweet. This one kind of pissed me off. I love you. You're my new best friend. <laughs> It was Galena. Who the fuck is that? Oh, Galena. I'm acting like you're my boyfriend right now. That just came out of me. Galena. I toxic in so long. Galena would, was a, a woman who was really pretty, and she was probably like mm. in her late 20s, early 30s. She'd actually been to rehab with Demi Lovato, Selena Gomez oh, at one point. Oh, that's the one. Yeah, she was a Russian orphan who got adopted. She believes that her mom was addicted to crocodile. How do you become addicted to crocodile? From eating it? It was a huge thing in Russia. That's where crocodile originated. You could get high? That's like... What's cro... Like an actual crocodile or is that a drug? Okay. Um, where were you? Like all of 2010. <laughs> what the fuck is crocodile? You don't know crocodile? No, I don't. Wow. With a capital K? No. What is that? Sam has a privacy protector screen on his phone and it's so triggering. Like I just honestly want him to take it off. Yeah, at that party I was at, they were like, why do you have a protector screen? I was like, because I'm a cheater. What else? You're not in a relationship. I hate to break it to you, but you're not. <laughs> but the little people come to my leg. <laughs> I just want, I'm cheating on my boyfriend. <laughs> what? <laughs> Are you okay? <laughs> what the fuck was that? I covered my head. <laughs> Wait, that's gonna be our new thing. They come into my head. They just come up and say hi. <laughs> Richard, we would love to have you on the pod, bitch. Oh, God, I hope you're alive. <laughs> he left his number for you. You should call him after this. I should actually. Crocodile was basically it was a codeine based. It says it's made from over-the-counter codeine-based headache pills mixed with gasoline, paint thinner, alcohol, or iodine. When a person injects the drug, it destroys the tissue of your skin and turns the skin scaly and green, giving it a crocodile-like appearance. So people on crocodile were getting, like, it was um, kind of like bath salts. I'm kind of pissed I've never tried it. Oh, I won't you now. Wanna, you want to try crocodile? No. 
I was kidding. Oh, God. <coughs> Ew. What's he grabbing? Oh, he's injecting into his penis. I've never heard of that for some reason. I don't know how. I don't know how either because that was like extremely popular back like in 2012. When I've, you peak Facebook, you would have seen Crocodile. I know because I was addicted to my Facebook. I know. You would have 100% known about Crocodile. Oh, someone wrote. This one was hilarious. They wrote in the wrong book. Okay? I know. I saw that. And I remember getting it and be like, what? <laughs> they said, get back to those kiddos. <laughs> The woman in there had her kids taken away from her. And they wrote that in my book. <laughs> and I was like, are you fucking kidding me? That is not me. I have full custody of my daughter. Honestly, I kind of killed it in rehab. Like, I was really, I was a social butterfly. I was really out of my shell. I feel like I really made a lot of friends, you know. It was a very fun time for my life. No job, 16, middle of Miami. What is this book about? Okay, so <laughs> I'm glad you asked. <laughs> like I brought you here today to actually introduce this to you. It's actually the entire intervention camera crew comes in. Literally. And they're like, we're actually here for your intervention. So Alcoholics Anonymous, this uh-huh. is the big book, okay? okay? So the big book is kind of like- Never seen it. The bread and butter. Of course you haven't. Yeah. The bread and butter, the Bible of AA. So basically okay. within it- is a bunch of different stories of all these different types of alcoholics. There's a story for every type of person, you know? Like, each person, there's, like, a story to read. So I highlight this for some reason. We needed to ask ourselves but one short question. Do I now believe or... Oh, this was my religious era. (laughs) I did have a moment with God while I was in there, you know, desperate times, desperate measures. I came crawling back to the kingdom, (laughs) looking for answers. Are you there, God? It's me. Sorry. Basically, when you were in rehab, though, they would make you read different chapters out of this book. And I read a few stories. I actually liked it. It was just a little bit. It's it's kind of it's not old. It's not like an oldly written book. It's just kind of a little bit, you know, less like it's not as modern, but it definitely I mean, you can understand what it's saying. Oh, this one's actually perfect. We turn to the right page. Denial. Is the most cunning, baffling, and powerful part of my disease, the disease of alcoholism. When I look back now, it is hard to imagine I didn't see a problem with my drinking. But instead of seeing the truth when all of the yets, as in, that hasn't happened to me yet, started happening, I just kept lowering my standards. Dad was an alcoholic. And my mother drank throughout her pregnancy. (laughs) Okay, that does not relate to me at all. But I don't blame my parents for my alcoholism. Kids with a lot worse upbringings than mine did not turn out alcoholic, while some that had it a lot better did. In fact, I stopped wondering why me a long time ago. It's like a man standing on a bridge in the middle of a river with his pants on fire, (laughs) wondering why his pants are on fire. doesn't matter. Just jump in. And that is exactly what I did with AA once I finally crossed the river of denial. So take this home with you. (laughs) (laughs) Already reading a different book. Oh, God. (laughs) One book at a time. Leave me alone. Today marks my first official day of alcohol sobriety, I'll say. We'll keep it on the same day as my other sobrieties. However, Sam's birthday is in four days. So we're going to be sober. None of us are going to drink. And... Yeah, we're going to... We rented a boat with a water slide, so we're going to go... No, no, there's no water slide on this one. There's a tube, you dingus. Don't you like tubing? I thought there was a water slide on it. Not on this one. The slide one, you can't tube. So we had to get one without a slide. I've never gone tubing, but... um, Yeah, I can tell. Because if you did, you'd be excited. So 
Tubing is the funnest activity you can possibly think of. When the fuck did you go tubing? I used to go tubing all the time as a kid. It's a very fun activity. You're going to get <laughs> fucked up, bitch. Like, mm-hmm. tubing is a I'll rough put my sport. Hair. Have you seen... Do I need to show you a tubing video? Yeah. You really... You, you're you you're being dead ass. Mm-hmm. I've never gone tubing. I've gone down a lazy river. But that's it. You've really never gone tubing? No wonder you're so apathetic. What does that mean? I'm excited, but I feel like we're going to end up getting in an argument. <laughs> Why? Can only one person go at a time? No, no, no. I'm going to make sure we get a tube that fits two to three people. Okay, good. Because yeah. I don't want to go by myself. Here, let me show you tubing fails. Because that's the point. The point is to fall off. How it works is because you're like holding on, but the the boat is creating a current while it's driving you. It creates waves. So while you're on it, you're like bouncing up and down the waves and then you're holding on and then like my dad will probably get crazy to try and throw you off and then you fly off the tube. Oh my God. It's so fun. See? And then you... Yeah, but then how do you... They drive back up to you? No, Karina. They leave you (laughs) to drown. (laughs) Of course they come back. I like know how to swim, but I'm not the best swimmer. I know how to tread water and everything, but like... Can you stop? You're just... I don't know of all the things you're not embarrassed to say. <laughs> you tread water. You're telling me you don't swim this whole time? No, I took swim lessons in elementary school. I know how to swim, but like, I don't want to swim a long distance if I have to. No, no, you'll stay floating. Like, we'll come back and pick you up. You're not just going to Don't be a cunt to me, Sam. Uh, you're swear. fine. You're not going to be left. After we go tubing, we're going to come back to Sam's and play Mario Party, which I'm really excited about because the last time we did that, it was super fun and we were also sober. And literally, we were all getting into screaming matches with each other. Like, <laughs> you don't know your friends, bitch, until you play a fucking game of Mario Party because that shit is insane. It's going to be so much fun. I know. And I've got a pool here so we can go swimming here if we want. Yes. But yeah, I think it'll all be Yeah, really the last fun. time we went swimming here, Samantha here drank a little too much. <laughs> and it. I was supposed to stay the night here and he ended up getting completely naked, was screaming at his ex-boyfriend that lives with him, broke his parents' ceiling fan, a part of it, and then threw a different fan onto the ground, all within the span of five minutes, and then refused to put clothes on, so I just Ubered home. Because I was (laughs) like, I'm not sleeping with you naked. (laughs) Oh, that's when we broke up. (laughs) No, that wasn't. I know, I'm kidding. literally fine the next day. I know, because you came over. I did. I did. So I did want to say, I'm just going to go through the list of the things I have. It might be things you've already heard. So just, if you got to force a laugh, you know. (laughs) I haven't heard that one before. Just do it, okay? Can I drink some of your, I was going to say, can I take a hit of your energy drink? You can hit this, my iJoy. There's weed in it. I'm kidding. You wouldn't care. I would care. What flavor is that? It is a uh, peach blueberry. We have movie nights and American Horror Story nights because, believe it or not, I am about a decade late on the American Horror (laughs) (laughs) Horror Story (laughs) fucking fan base, too. Um, I've only seen the first two seasons about two years ago. I loved Monster House. I like to... (laughs) Karina, it's Murder House. Murder House. Um, Monster (laughs) House. I don't like oh, Salem that much. Did you I leave did. your brain at home today? <laughs> <laughs> <That's>... 
bitch, fuck you. I feel like every five years thanks for that. Like, what? I know to tread water. Thanks. That was so nice of you. Monster um, Alice, what's crocodile? What's tubing? I've never been tubing. Okay, stop. I'm like, holy shit, you don't get out much, do you? Okay, anyways, I really liked Murder House, and I liked Asylum, but didn't care for it that much. Okay, Asylum! <laughs> Okay. <laughs> I did that on purpose. <laughs> Anyways, I didn't care for the second season that much. Okay. Um, but Coven. She liked Coven. I am obsessed with Coven. I love Fiona and Madison. I literally hope I have that amount of sex appeal when I'm older. Like Fiona. I know. She is such a fucking bitch. Every time she was on scene, like on the camera, I loved it. Like I loved her and I loved how much of a bitch Madison was too. I love literally, I think, every single character. I There's do too. not one I can pick over the other, to be honest. I do too. I love Queenie. I, I love, love Nan. Queenie. Mm-hmm. Nan's a legend. I used to stay up yeah. at night crying reading. Jamie Brewer's Wikipedia page. That's the actress who plays Nan. Mm-hmm. Why? It used to just make me emotional because I felt like... Like Nicole 334? Yeah. But like with Na- with Nan... Hey guys, it's Nicole. Different, different <laughs> vibe. I love Nicole. I would cry for Nicole. I love Nicole too. No, you told me you used to cry at her videos too. <laughs> Nicole. I don't want them to hear this. <laughs> it's embarrassing. It's just with Jamie Brewer, I would get really emotional because I love her so much as an actress. And yeah. I, it used to make me emotional that I felt like other shows should cast her. And I always, it made me sad that Ryan Murphy seemed to be the only one who would like give people that had Down syndrome opportunities to be, mm-hmm. you know, in TV shows because it used to make me sad for her that I felt like she, and he always, she's ca- an amazing, she's incredible. Actress. Like I, every role yeah. she's ever played in any season of American Horror Story, I am upset. She's in Freak Show. That is a reason yeah. I liked Freak Show was because she was in it and she was really good. But the thing mm-hmm. is, he kills them off. He kills her off every time. He never lets her finish the season, mm-hmm. and it always makes me sad for her because I'm like, she is just as fucking good as these yeah. other actors. She I'm- should be. I wish she was more popular. Is why I would get that. I'm really excited for the Kim Kardashian season. Yes. I want that bitch covered in blood. I, I swear want her to God. To be a cunt murderer. He better bring it out of her. Yeah. He better give give what we know she can give, but she just hasn't given quite yes. yet. I'm so fucking right. excited. So we're gonna start, we're gonna skip season four. Um, and then we're gonna go into season five tonight. Yeah. I I freak show, you guys know if you've seen Freak Show, it's a good season. It's just, I'll just not... watch it with my boyfriend because he likes that one, but I'll just I want to watch the fifth season with you because Gaga. Obviously, if you guys aren't with the program, we're little monsters. So no, pause up. Yeah, <laughs> hear me, Roy. <laughs> <laughs> we fucking love Lady Gaga. We live and breathe and die for Gaga. Okay, so this one actually says because of Coven, I wanted to bring up what is your personal hell. I gave you homework the last mm. time we watched it, and I waited till the very end of the season to ask this to you. Um, I can answer it. Finding I'm getting cheated on <laughs> for the rest of eternity, <laughs> I would actually fucking lose my shit. My and then getting called fat. <laughs> 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 
two are like my personal hell. With my mom cussing me out in the background all in one day, I would lose it. I think my personal hell would, honest to God, be I smoked weed, (laughs) did a line of coke, drank too much alcohol, and then got filmed on camera and was forced to watch back. All of the things I screamed at people when I was mad at them. True. Literally. True. That is really That funny. would be a personal hell. I hate, um, with Coke, I, like, can't because it makes me so suicidal. Like, there has literally been times where I have, after everyone leaves and, like, I'm by myself at home, I'm still high. Like, I remember, like, four years ago, I was staring at my ceiling fan for, like, an hour and I was like, I'm going to do it. I can't do this anymore. Like, I was literally going to. Coke never made me depressed, but it, it makes me extremely depressed. I mean, emotionally dysregulated. Absolutely. And then I end up talking so much. Whenever I do Coke, I talk so much to whoever's available and I tell them all of my deep, dark secrets. Right. And then I wake up angry because I'm like, why the fuck would I say that? And then I just play it off like I lied. Sometimes but I, I really didn't. Sometimes so I'm like, <laughs> yeah, I'm lying. And I've told you a little bit too much about my dad and my family. <laughs> Just I need you to get your brain zapped so you don't remember because that's really embarrassing. Well, the big book's standing right next to you. <laughs> I can't tell you the last time I did coke. Probably, oh. I think the last time I did coke was when I was still dating Johnny and it was at the beginning of our relationship and I'd ran out of Adderall. So I was like, I'll just do a line of coke. One line turns into five. Uh, Johnny's cousin, actually, Logan. And I remember that was... Oh, Logan Fowler. Mm-hmm. Oh, not to... Don't, that out. don't call the feds. <laughs> <laughs> I know Logan. He yeah. went to Higley. And he gave me coke. And then coke, for me, just makes me tired. Like, after that, it wears off. Like, there I get super been... tired. I have a, such a I have such a bad crash that that is one drug I don't miss. I never think about doing coke. I get triggered if it's around me because I, 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 I get afraid that I will relapse and do some. Yeah. But, like, in my day-to-day life, I have no good memories of me being on it. It never made me feel great. I would much rather be drunk or high or on anything else. Coke is, like, a vampire drug. Like, Ew, when you go to a party and everyone's on coke, you can just tell. And the vibes are so rancid. You're just like, ew, you guys are gross. And everyone's just like. <laughs> yeah, when you're sober and then you're around people who are on coke, it's different game. Different ball game. Like, ball, I get, I can understand when people are super fucked up and they do a line. But I'm also not a one line type of girl. Like, I need a bag and a half to feel anything. So, yeah, I just have a really high tolerance to stimulants in general. And I used to do Coke, though, on Adderall. Like, I would be already on my, like, 50 grams of, 50 milligrams of Adderall for the day. And then I would go do Coke. And then I would be like, Did we ever tell the story? Um, We're not going to play the video. So don't edit it in there because it's really embarrassing. But one time I literally, like, cornered Sam at a party and made him give me one of his Adderalls. And he swore after that he would never give it to me again because I got in the most disgusting fight with my ex-boyfriend. It was like six years ago. It was, keep in mind, one of the first times we'd even hung out together. And you slept at my house. Probably my first, first sleepover time. with you. Yeah, and it and was, it was like horrible. 8 a.m. Your bed creaked so loud. Yeah, you it was my old. <laughs> yeah, and I, I was just this really like... cute black bed frame with like, it was one of those bed frames that you could put like, um like sheer like little fabrics i forgot the name of like 
curtains. Yeah, I guess you call it a curtain. It was like a really cute bed frame. I still have it, but it was broken. Like it creaked every time you moved. It was obnoxious. Right. But I guess I woke up at 8 a.m. You didn't go to bed. I don't think you woke and up. And I called my ex. Mind you, he had an ankle bracelet on because he couldn't be within a thousand feet within my house because he broke into my house prior. So it was like legal stuff going Philomena on. Philomena told me she works with a girl who remembers the night that he, she was your neighbor, I guess. And she knows the night that he punched your Is window. Is her name Madison? I don't know. It could have been. Madison doesn't like me or you, so. Well, is there another girl? Because she mm -hmm. didn't say this girl hated us. If it's, there's only one girl that lived on that street that I'm pretty sure. Either Locked way, either way, she knew the time that Keelan smashed her window open. Which was probably Madison, and she does not like us. Why? Did we attack her? No, we attacked um, <laughs> the brother and Flake's brother. Oh, oh. <laughs> and she's best friends with him. Um, and it was after that huge Twitter fight in during the election. Uh huh. She went off on me and said she would beat your ass if she ever saw you for what you <laughs> okay. said. And then she literally ruined my birthday because she cussed me out on my birthday and I like went off on her. Uh -huh. I haven't talked to her since. Um, I'll have to get some information on that. I don't have any hard feelings towards her now, but I don't appreciate what was said to me. So why would she call you? I don't remember. I don't have the text anymore, but it was fucking ridiculous. She slid up on me and Blake's Blake posted me and him on his story and she went, Is this real? No, he photoshopped it. <laughs> <laughs> like, what do you mean, is this real? You fucking idiot. Please don't beat me up. I know you would murder me uh, <laughs> if you're watching. But anyways, yeah. So he had an ankle bracelet and I called him screaming and I was like, You mimic me. It's funnier. Don't play it. Don't, Sam. Why? I can't, I don't even have the login. Okay, good. Just mimic me. I found it. Don't. Murphy Muffin. Okay, why is that my normal profile picture? No, <laughs> get my face off of that. <laughs> Murphy Muffin. I'm scared. I haven't heard it. If it's really embarrassing, just edit it, please. Come get me right now. Come get me right now. <laughs> I'm definitely having <laughs> Keep in mind, okay. Why did I sleep over? Was it a party that night? It's when you would steal your mom's credit card. So I had her credit card in my Uber and I would use it too. <laughs> my mom's card? <laughs> my voice dumped. You, you, you never thought, you never, I didn't, you never like deleted it. So I was like, I'll use it. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> <These are> short trips. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of money was my mom making? I know. So we could do that too. <laughs> No. Oh my god! It never declined. Jesus. Well, yeah, I was gonna pay the light bill or some shit. <laughs> oh god, where's this fucking nightmare of a video? <laughs> Here it is. Let me see. <laughs> no, no. Come get me right now. Come get me right now. I swear to fucking God and meet up with... That's where you usually fucking get me. You better fucking be there. No, you're not! Fucking be there or else I'm not fucking coming! Fucking get me there! <laughs> oh my God, I can't fucking believe what you're doing. Who did you fuck? I'm just like, I can't fuck with you anymore. You're just too suck. I can't fucking believe what you're doing. 
Come get me right now. <laughs> this is my caption. Karina just went to Keelan's. I'm bored and can't find my lighter. <laughs> <laughs> That's so embarrassing. He would provoke. Wait, but why was I sleeping over? <laughs> I remember what music though. did you edit over that? It's like dance music. I know. You know, I remember though, after that sleepover, I was like, I'm never staying the night with her ever again. <laughs> like I loved you. I just remember being like, I can't do that. That was Ew, horrible. I just spit everywhere. Like I already am a little weird when it comes to sleepovers as an adult, but like I, I don't remember... think we did have another sleepover at my house after that. No, because you <laughs> fucked up my sleep because I couldn't go to bed because you were <laughs> awake at 8 a.m. And keep in mind, guys, Keelan wasn't even, like, a big cheater. So you were just going crazy yeah. for no reason. No, honestly, he really wasn't. Um, When we would break up, he would follow girls, though, and that would piss me off. And I remember, that was why I think you were fighting. Because, and I think that's why I was like... No, because we were broken... Okay, now I remember. We were broken up for a little bit, and um, at the time... Blake's best friend, Michael, was really good friends with Keelan. And mm -hmm. so Michael would take Keelan to house parties. And I would lose my fucking shit because he would never let me go with me. And he also told me, if I keep going to parties, I'm going to have to break up with you because I'm going to end up cheating on you because I can't control myself when I'm drinking. Yeah. Yeah. And so he told me that. And then <laughs> <laughs> shut the fuck up, honestly. <laughs> Today's episode brought to you by... I'm not a cheater. Not anymore. Not anymore. <laughs> not when I'm getting treated right. And so it just would piss me off. And then I remember um, he's so fucking stupid. He made his Twitter private, but I made my cousin, Celia, who like lives in Arizona. I made her request him because he's so fucking dumb. He didn't know that she was my cousin. He accepted it. And I read all of his tweets and he was talking about going to parties and stuff. And then that's why I called him freaking out because I knew he was going out, which I was also going out. So it was like hypocritical. Um, but yeah. Yeah. Back then, too, I remember just thinking like, oh, my God, this is all my fault. Like I gave no, her this wasn't. one it pill. Was, trust me, that was like a weekly encounter. Yeah. That was not your fault. Well, back then, bitch. Anyone who's in my life in 2016 has witnessed a fight between me and him. And it's always like disgusting. I wanted to bring this up. I wrote this. I must have been <laughs> drunk when I wrote this. Smoking a cigarette in the drive-thru at Starbucks. <laughs> Someone pulled up to the window the other day and they're just fully ashing their cigarette like in my direction. And I'm like... I would do the same. How rude. <laughs> like, people that are on their phones. Okay, these are drive-thru etiquette that I now know are yeah. big no-nos. Anyone that has squeaky brakes, it hurts everyone's ears. <laughs> Literally, you'll see people wince. And it happened when I was at In-N-Out. I could see the girl, someone behind... My car must have had squeaky brakes because she went, ah, and I was like, squeaky brakes. <laughs> and they hurt. Smoking cigarettes is a no-no. Squeaking your brakes, having the radio playing. And these are things I've all been guilty of, mind you. So yeah. I'm not judging. I'm just letting you Sam know. I used to literally have the actual worst manners on the planet. This dairy, this time at Dairy Queen, I was playing music. I wasn't in the drive-thru. I had put my order and pulled up, but this truck in front of me... Is this why you said Dairy Queen is expensive earlier? No, but it is. Oh. <laughs> Blizzards are expensive. A $10 Blizzards Blizzard. Are, I get a mini and it's still like $5. Yeah, we know like you a get a mini. of ice cream. Some of us eat the can, okay? <laughs> I know. One time my mom and I went to Dairy Queen and we got minis, which are like literally this big. 
we were eating it in the car and she's also like me if you get what I'm putting down <laughs> and she finishes it in like two bites like any normal person because it's like two scoops like a scoop of ice cream literally yeah, it's, a that. Pup, it's a pup cup bitch it's it is a, dog. a pup cup or a pup cup pup cup she literally looks at me and she goes wow we're really binging today and I was like <laughs> okay first of all don't say that to me and second of all Speak for yourself if that's considered a binge to you. She should see what he orders. He gets like the fucking large. The menu, bitch. Yeah. This is the story, though. I owned my taser at this point. I'm playing oh, my music, not even okay. that loud, in the drive-thru. And this guy must have been putting an order in behind me. And he got mad that my music was playing. So he got out of his car to confront me. And I literally pulled out my taser and was screaming at him, threatening <laughs> to tase him. And then I drove home and I was so angry. There's something with <laughs> grown men yelling at me that is no, me off. No, bitch. Daddy issues. And yeah. I will not put up with it as an adult. No, I get the same way. I'm turning 24 in like literally five days. So you cannot talk to me like that, sir. And that happened to Starbucks <laughs> last week. Some fucking guy pulled into the mm -hmm. drive-thru. He starts telling me his order. And he's like, two half pounds of vanilla, two half pounds of this. And I have my coworkers in my ear going, oh, this guy's a regular. He's always a douchebag. So I'm listening to them tell oh me God. this in one ear. And then he's talking his so order. When, and when your coworker's saying that to you about a specific customer, it already puts you in a bad mood. Well, I got scared. Yeah. I was like, oh, no. So then I ask yeah. him to repeat his order. And he does the thing. You see it. <sighs> <sighs> <laughs> He says his order again. And I'm like, I had to ask him two more times. Because <laughs> he kept because he kept asking for this one pump of vanilla. But then they were going, he means a half pump. It's a half pump. Cause it and I take the order. Right. Like oh, someone got to your take the fucking order for me. So he gets up to the window, okay? And I'm so nervous that he's handing me his money. And I'm so afraid of him that he hands me the dollar and these pennies. And falls. I drop the dollar and it's like out, you know. Not in the window, like on the road. So then I'm like, and he looks at me and he goes, what is wrong with you? And I'm like, oh my I'm going to, I'm, I'm holding the coins in this hand, fist the other. And I'm like, two roads diverge. <laughs> Do I lose my job and my college tuition and let this man disrespect me like this? So then I panic and I'm like, I drop a dollar. Like, what do I do? I'm scared of him. And he's not going to get out to grab it for me. I've dropped change a couple times. People just open their room, pick it up. Yeah. He was not going to do that for me. So then my, like, shift supervisor comes up to me and she's like, just go walk outside and grab it. And I'm like, oh. So I have to walk outside for the store. For a fucking dollar. dollar. So I had to walk outside. And he really couldn't grab it. No. And as fucking and by the time I got to where the dollar was, he was speeding off. <laughs> I was like, they told me comes here every, they literally said without fail, every day he comes to the same store, same time, orders the same thing, and he's a dick to every person. Like, why are we letting, why are we allowing this? Have you spat in anyone's drinks? No, God, no. I don't have the time to spit in someone's drink. And honestly, most people are fine. Like, they get a little bit picky, but like, mm -hmm. most people are not spit level worthy. I would never spit in someone's drink because it's just not in my nature. Like, I've never done it either. I would spit on someone. Oh, like at work? Not at work, but if someone really pissed me off, I would spit on them. I just, I think I've, I do have pretty good yeah. coping skills. Like I know how to like, you know, hold it in. I, it always surprises me how good I am. At work, some, okay, when I've had to work since I was 16, I'm like, 
So I've just had jobs for like almost nine years at this point. I've always had to have a job. And I think I've gotten to the point where I'm so sick of people being fucking rude to me. I like don't hold back sometimes. Like I'm not like cussing them out or being rude, but I'll literally be like, yeah. Oh and no, like, I, I get an attitude. I, I will get to I can't that point. Fucking do it. I'll get to that point where like, I watch I, who you're talking to. I got called a dumbass on via <laughs> email today. By who? By a customer? Yeah, because he put the wrong number in for himself. And I asked him over the email, mm-hmm. I was like, is this a good number? And he said yes. And then he didn't make his appointment. And so I emailed him and I was like, hey, when can we get you rescheduled? And he was like, Well, you never called me dumbass. <laughs> And I went, oh, this is the number on file. Is it right? Because that's what you put in. <laughs> and then he corrected it because it wasn't the right fucking number. And he never said sorry. That would piss me. That's call center vibes, too. Me getting called a, like, don't call me a dumbass. I know you are, but what am I? <laughs> it's like a dumbass. I can't. I can't. People are bold and rude as They're shit. They're so rude. When I used to work at Carvana... And like, because I worked at the customer service like department. So whenever someone got a new car and it had an issue, which I've been there. So you're clearly pissed and you just want it resolved. They call me and I would have to deal with people younger than me sometimes screaming at me on the phone. One time there was a 21 year old kid who like he's his voice. I could just drug dealer vibe. And he was screaming at me on the phone. And I. I just, even when I, I never had a job, I still had uh, some empathy. Like, I just, that's what's weird is I didn't work ever. I've never screamed at someone working ever. Right. I ever, might have given, ever, ever. I'm sure I've given people attitude, but I was never to the point of like screaming at anybody. I was never full care. There was mode. one time I did get into an argument with this, with the Chick fil A manager oh. because she was being a cunt to me and wouldn't give me extra sauce. And Karen, Karen, <laughs> Karen. <laughs> There she goes. But where the fuck any other chick flag gives me as much as I want? And she was giving me one. And I was <laughs> like, no, if I'm if I'm accepting the fact that I'm about to eat these calories, you need to give me the fucking sauce with it or else I'm going to be pissed off and not happy that I just ate that. She's like, well, put the gun down. First of all. <laughs> <laughs> we got into a fucking argument and then she had to get another manager over and he was like, well, it typically just comes with one, but I guess I'll just give you the extra sauce. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I wrote a Google review. Like, that's how pissed off I got. And you know who else is a fucking Karen? Julia. That bitch, since we were 16, she will take that shit to Yelp if you piss her off. I always give people extra sauce. I'm always trying to throw in extra things. Bitch, I don't give a fuck. They act like it comes out of their paycheck. Right. That's Like, they should be paying you more regardless. Why are you being stingy with the sauce? Yeah. Like, (laughs) be for real. And so... um, You fought them for one extra sauce? For like three extra. Oh, I needed, okay. I need a lot of sauce with I do. In and out. I will be honest. When they give me ketchup, I'm always like, can you just like fill up the bag? And yeah. they will put a handful yeah, of ketchup which is what I asked for. Right. There was this one time at GoDaddy. This traumatized me. It was this woman calling in. It was my last call for the day. And when I worked at GoDaddy, I've already hated my fucking job. Every time I had to take a new call, I got anxiety. I've cried on the phone with customers on the phone before because they were being mean to me and stressed me out. And then they would feel bad and say sorry because they could tell I was crying in my voice, which is so embarrassing. This lady called in screaming at me because she didn't pay a bill for her website. So it was like taken down or something Mm -hmm. temporarily just to pay your fucking bill. And then she kept going. I like couldn't I forgot exactly what the issue was but I remember it 
my shifts, mind you, were 1 p.m. to 10 p.m. I hated my fucking job. I hated those shifts so much. I would like to have my night. And so she's screaming at me and I'm just like kind of being a bitch back. And then she like literally demands talking to a manager. So my manager took over the phone. I clocked out after that call and I literally immediately looked her up on every social media and I was this close to fucking doxing her. <laughs> and she was like this blonde girl and she worked for NASA and she was... How she worked she for NASA? She said her dad created something and that's why I should listen to her. And I was like, you're not stop paying my bills, bitch. Like, fuck you. I don't have to listen to shit you're saying. <laughs> uh, fuck God. you, you stupid whore. Like, honestly. Speaking of Starbucks and just my job in general. So I can officially say, and it honestly, I've just had a taste, a, t- a sliver of what it would taste like to be famous. I don't oh, think yeah. I like it. I run into, I'm not kidding. and my, Well, it's humiliating when you're working. I, I think that might be the case. but Because when I'm out and I get stopped, I love it. Three to four, right. I don't hate it, but it's yeah. at work, I get anxious. And I've had, on average, around three people every shift yeah. that come in that know me. And all of my coworkers were always like, everyone knows you that comes here. And I didn't know all these fucking people knew me. Mm-hmm. And then it all boils to a head. I come in for my 9 a.m. shift on Saturday and there walks in. I was going to ask you, he wouldn't tell me the story until we filmed. So this bald motherfucker, Casey, who oh. was the manager who hired me at my first full time position with, you know, a Strava online academy. <laughs> it was an online school. I, yeah. I hate you. And let me clarify why. We know my history with that job. It was terrible at it. Lazy, on the clock, getting in trouble left to right. Constant Zoom meetings. Dude, being, yes. Constant touch bases and talk tos. And- I came over one time and Sam took, I'm not even getting two calls his entire shift. Which was really my job. I didn't have to take much calls by the end of it, but I wasn't doing that He cleaned anyway. his entire house. He was like doing random shit around <laughs> the house while working. It was weird. Yet also the absolute laziest time in my life, which is why I'm very grateful that I have two normal jobs because I think I was low-key just a complete couch potato <laughs> during that time in my life. The point is, you guys, so this bald man walks into the store. It's 9 a.m. He's with his daughter. Didn't know he had a kid. Oh, and nice he detail. he gets up to the counter and a fucking course. This is the one the one and only shift where they've ever had me work the front register, which is where you take the orders of people that come into the store. So I'm standing there and he walks up and it's really early in the day for me. Like 9 a.m. for me is like 4 a.m. for a normal person. Yeah. <laughs> like 9 a.m. Yeah. is too early. So I'm like, who is this? He starts to give me his order. And then as he's talking, I start looking up and I'm like, Oh my god. No 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 Okay god cringe 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 Ah god cringe my bugs for my job and like you know I didn't leave on the best of terms. No, he did I completely impulsively quit after months of getting in trouble. So of course in my mind I'm like, I don't know what he thinks of me. Like he wasn't my manager when I quit. Like But I'm sure he heard the news. Right. I'm sure yeah. through the grapevine, everyone found out the tea of what happened with my yeah. journey there. So I was yeah. like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. He, I've met him in person once. And it was when he came to my house to drop off my equipment. That's the first and only time I've ever met him face to face. So he's standing right there. 
And I, my heart is racing because I barely even know how to use the fucking register. Oh, my God. So I'm already getting embarrassed because I'm like, not only has he never seen me, like, he probably had no idea I work here. He's probably thinking, like, oh, this is where you went. <laughs> That's what I was going to say to you. So I'm, like, getting embarrassed. <laughs> Because I'm like, I quit being like, I found another job. It's like me with a green apron on. Like, oh, God. <laughs> like, I like working for Starbucks, but it's not embarrassing to work for Starbucks. But I just, you know, I kind of made it sound like I was some, like, up-and-coming entrepreneur or something yeah. when I quit. Like, you found this great opportunity. <laughs> You're going to buy a mansion and not live this Meanwhile, life. Meanwhile, I literally took a pay cut for less hours and also... And, <laughs> So he's standing there and my heart's racing and I and I won't I was so scared. I did not want to tell him I like I didn't no, want to I'm... acknowledge that we knew each other. But of course, they don't do this at the drive-thru, but at in the actual store, if you make an order at the very end before you can even ask for their pay, like how they're gonna pay, you have to type in a customer name because they put it on the drink cup. So then I'm like, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God. Do I ask for his name? Like, do I make it known that I know you or do I just put it in and not say anything? I would have just asked. So what I did, and I think this was like a little mischievous of me, (laughs) like just a little like nudge. I put in his, I type in his name. Like I know how to spell and everything. So I put in his name and his daughter's standing right there too. So that's why I was scared to like really say anything. So I just put his name in and I go, okay, well, your drink will be right over there, Casey. (laughs) And then he looks at me and he goes, thank you, Sam. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, oh God. If you could have felt my heart, I was having a heart attack. Like, I was like, oh, no. Like, oh, God, I was so cringe. And I knew in my head, like, he's going to go back to his office. He's going to tell everyone he's something. He's going to tell Mike. Yes. <laughs> his old manager. Oh, God, it was so embarrassing. And I oh was so God. nervous, too. Like, so shaken up that, like, five minutes later, they suddenly are like, can you go, like, on the bar and make drinks? So I'm still so shaken up that someone orders a chai tea latte. I pump the, ch- the pump the chai into the cup. I pump it so hard. It sprays all over my face and gets into my eye. And it burns. <laughs> like, I was literally like, ah! Ah! And they were like, what's wrong? And I was like, I got chai in my eye. This fucking burns. So I had to go wash my face off, wash my hands. Smelled like chai tea for the rest of the fucking day. But, you know... <laughs> I survived, and I'm sure he wrote a glowing review, and he's probably never returning to that store. I cannot believe he went, thank you, Sam. And he said it so, like, like we were we were speaking a language that no one else knew. Yeah. It pisses me off, though, because yeah. I'm like, how are you going to direct all this passive aggression towards me when you're literally a manager at a fucking call center, which is notorious for having a high turnover rate? Like, yeah. how are you going to genuinely judge me for quitting that job when you know damn well that is not a job that is meant to last for most people in America? Yeah. Most people are not going to live their lives working for a call center. So it just felt so like, really? Come on. Like, how many people have probably quit under your watch? But honestly, when he was my manager, he was a really good manager to me. <laughs> like, he always gave me second chances. I always knew what to say to get him on my side again. Sam, He would ask about my really... weight loss. Like, he'd be oh. like, how's the gym? And I'd be like, it's going good. Sorry. He, Sam 
is the king of writing very manipulative gaslighty messages to management to make them not fire him look hey he wrote one to my manager when i almost got fired and hey i'm still employed so you know i, I am, i'm an english major yeah you know? yeah i'm good with my words mm-hmm. you know yeah you are could be better at follow through but you know i think at starbucks though i'm a i'm a very good employee it, it's actually i think really whipped me into shape i like cleaned my whole room today like i'm doing things that i should have been doing much sooner but yeah. now I'm doing, you know. Well, you know what? Growth, growth. You know, sometimes your tumor grows a little late in life. Sometimes it, you know, sprouts oh. as a child. And I just was a late bloomer. So I was a late bloomer too for a lot of things. Yeah, like your boobs. So I did go to a party the other day with my coworker Karen for the first time. We hung out outside of work. I'm kind of like a lazy, lazy. It's just kind of like I'm like I felt like I was like the office nerd. Because everyone always wants to hang out with me outside of work. And I'm always telling them I can't. Because truthfully, I can't. I'm booked and busy, you know. I don't got a lot of time in my life for other things these days besides my priorities. So I was like, you know, I'm going to go to this party with her. I haven't hung out with her outside of work before. And Mm -hmm. I wanted to just see, like, what it would be like to hang out with her outside of work, you know. I go. Well, she's going on the boat with us. Yeah, she is. And so I kind of wanted to test the waters and really make sure, like, okay, we do get along really well outside of work. And we did. We had a really fun time. She's also from Colorado Springs, like me. Yeah. Isn't that random? She's also named Karen, and she's also a lesbian. So three in one, you know, because we're twins. Before I get the queer baiter allegations, um, I'm not a lesbian. He said it, not me. The point is, though, okay, like, ironically enough, it's 3 a.m. I'm going home. I get into an Uber. This is what I'm saying when I brought up earlier that it, it, I don't know if I would really enjoy being famous. I'm in this Uber with this guy, and he's older. He's probably, like, my parents' age. He's driving me home. He won't shut up the whole car ride. Like, I like to, when I'm drunk, I like to put on... Sad Lana Del Rey. And he puts in his AirPods and he'll sing. No, no, Ubers, not in the Uber. You? No. I thought you've done that before. No, I do not sing in the Ubers. I usually cry or yeah, look out the no, window. He cries, he cries, he cries. I get really Uber. emotional. Like, I, it's like I, I enter my music video. One time, okay, not to, real quick. One time um, for our friend Nora's 21st birthday, she got this resort in Scottsdale. So we spent like a few nights up there. She got me and Sam an Uber all the way home from Scottsdale. So it was like a 40-minute Uber-ish. Sam is so selfish. He makes the Uber drop him off at home first when I was not feeling well. As I'm pulling up to my house, I'm seconds away from getting out of the fucking car. I have to grab my takeout box from the night before when we got pizza, and I just vomit in it. Really? Like, just disgusting. Like, nonstop. I'm just vomiting. And I was so drunk, I left my purse on my driveway. I don't even know how it fell off of my shoulder. I was naked, and Chris came over, and I was still topless. And I was just, like, drinking water with my mom and Chris in the room with just my boobs out. (laughs) I was Uh texting um, Blake that day, too, actually. We were supposed to hang out, but then I ended up going to L.A. And that was, like, two years ago. But it was just a very messy... Does this have to do with me sinking in an Uber? No, but I puked in an Uber. Okay. 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 (laughs) You've puked in an Uber, right? Yeah. Yeah. Definitely puked. (laughs) And it's not look good. Yeah. It was really embarrassing. The point is, Karina, I'm sitting in this Uber. 
He's having a conversation about movies for some fucking reason. Mm-hmm. And so we're just talking about movies that we like. And yeah, he's honestly being nice. But he he we brought up this movie called The Menu. And if you haven't seen The Menu, it's a really good movie. I really liked it. And what I used to do is at my movie theater job, it's sometimes there'd be a late night showing that people wouldn't show up to. So I would like just sit down and watch it, you know, mm-hmm. like while I'm in the middle of closing or whatever. I just take five minutes out of my shift and watch. So I was just telling him that. And I was like, yeah, it's a really good movie. I really like it. And then... Keep in mind, this conversation has been going on for 20 minutes. And then he he's like, Ugh. where do you work? And I tell him the name of where I work. And he, it felt like I got kidnapped because he's literally like. Looks in the min- in the mirror. He literally. No, it was like that. He turns his head. He kind of looks at me through the rearview mirror and he goes, huh, Red House Cinema. Glazing confused popcorn. I go there all the time with my wife. That's where I knew you from. Oh, my God. 20 minutes into me being in this car with him. And I'm like, he oh didn't my. ask if he knew you from something? No, no. He That was just big reveal. That's how he said it. And I literally was sitting there like, oh, you know me? And he's like, yeah. You. <laughs> and his wife are literally going to traffic you. And he didn't say it in a way that's like, oh my God, he knew me? It was like, glazing confused popcorn. Yep, that's where I knew you from. <laughs> and I'm literally like, oh, like, am I about to drunk out this fucking car right now? I was like, oh, you go there you knew me he's like yep every weekend and i'm like oh my god and then i'm like I, he wouldn't turn his head though so i couldn't get a look at his face because i'm like he'll probably go up to you uh, i mean it's not as embarrassing i guess as the time i was at qt and my dad happened to be at this at qt at the same time and at the same time i run into my dad some guy from across the gas station goes Hey, I know you. And he points at me and I'm like, oh, fuck. And he goes, you're the guy who did a cartwheel at work. <laughs> and my dad's like, and I'm like, uh, yeah, that, I did a cartwheel. Because I thought no one was there. It was like 10 p.m. when I did the cartwheel. No, I remember you telling us that. Like, stop going to my places of work. It's embarrassing. Dang. That's so embarrassing. It's like I literally can't catch a break. And my coworkers at Starbucks were like, yeah, every time you work, there's always someone here that knows you. And they were like telling other people there that don't work with me a lot. And I'm like, yeah, I know. It happens literally all the time. Look, I like meeting people. I love mm-hmm. when people know me from the podcast or just know me from some crazy thing I've done. But like I think you said, it's just so anxiety inducing when you're working because I can't just be myself. I used to you know? hate... When people come up to me at Victoria's Secret, I fucking hated it because I never looked good when I was working too. I always look stupid. I'm in this big I green apron. I'm like, <laughs> I would never do my hair before work either. I hated that job. I just throw it up, and then people would be like, "Are you Karina Hefner?" And I'd be like, and then also with me, I get scared because I'm like, after they ask me who I am. I'm like scared for their response. That's it's like, what if you, what if I've fought with you before? Like, I don't, I fought with so many people. I, I do believe. Or what if you hate me from like the baby tweet? Right. Like, I don't know what, you, right. what your you opinion is. Called an infant ugly. That would be. So did you. <laughs> I believe so. You, I called it ugly. You went into detail. <laughs> and then you were saying you had alcohol fetal syndrome. And then you also were like that. You were like. That baby literally called me a faggot. <laughs> I had every right. The point is, though, that was so fucked. I think that's where I'm saying I get scared because I just never know, like, if someone, especially when I'm out at the bar, I'm like, right, 
I mean, that girl. So I gotta polish my fist and get ready. That or girl what? Sith that has come in and she's kind of a yeah. regular there. I love her. I yeah. really loved meeting her. That's one of the people that I like. I had a really positive interaction with. I actually can't think of a negative one. I just think that when it happens so frequently over and over again, it just becomes like because I'm new too. Mm-hmm. I'm not seasoned there, so it starts putting pressure on me because, like, your mom shows up. And orders a tall mocha frappuccino. And then I fucked up the order. And then I'm like, oh, great. This is my big skills put to the test. And it took 20 no, minutes to and make And my it. mom's on FaceTime with me and she goes, God, he's taking forever. <laughs> and I'm like, dude, stop. Meanwhile, she is a Karen. I'm trying to perfect yeah. it because God knows if I screw that up, I'd get a, a review. So yeah, no. I wanted to make sure I got everything precise. Um, with people mocha crumble mocha drizzle <laughs> whipped cream with people that have came up to me in public I think my favorite was when I was at the porch with Christy and a group of girls came up to me and asked if I was Karina Hefner and then they're like we love your podcast can you take a picture with you that I love and I was like duh right and then a guy had me sign his chest <laughs> <laughs> it was a really good moment for me yeah you know <laughs> I love it. I'm being I'm being dramatic, okay? I no, just I love when people recognize me. I act like sometimes I'm too cool for it, but I eat that shit up. It's just so my insecurities, much. I think. Like yeah. I start feeling like, oh no, I I I don't probably look good and oh no, yeah. they're gonna be like, oh, that's what he looks like, you know, just little things. Or like, especially if I'm at work, I I I I'm a very, you know, like crazy With- guy. And then I'm at work, so I have to be like really calm and I yeah. can't be like Fucking bitch shit. Man. I love you, cut. Um, with you, has there been times where you've gone out in public and someone looks at you and you can tell that they know you? Yeah. Because that ha- it happens to me when I go out to eat. Sometimes my waitresses will be like just looking at me a certain way and I'm like, oh. Yeah. Did I leave a bad taste in your mouth? I was at something. I was what at, did I do? I was at Target the other day, yeah. actually, and I saw this girl named Jenna and I went to high school with her mm-hmm. and I loved Jenna, actually. But, you know, I have a history of, I don't know who I wronged, who <laughs> I destroyed. So I'm seeing her, but, like, I started avoiding her because I was like, I don't know if Jenna mm-hmm. likes me anymore. Yeah. Like, I remember loving yeah. Jenna at the time, but I'm like, maybe things have changed with Jenna. Yeah. So, you know, Jenna, hey, we're still mutual. So if you see this, Jen, I, I love <laughs> you. And I saw you at Target. So um, saw you with your mom buying some food. <laughs> I I went out to dinner with... um my ex like a long time ago and i remember one time he was like he said the same thing he was like do you think she knows you like do you ever think sometimes when we go out to eat they know you because i think they do and i was like oh your ex said that yeah to me and i was like yeah i mean i've always thought that not to be narcissistic but i just feel like they know me right because they will look they look at me a certain way and i'm like is it bad or is it like sometimes it's with disgust and I'm like, oh I definitely. There's that loud, obnoxious whore. Yeah. Probably I used my to get, ugly. It's so crazy because in high school, people were really, really horrible to me about my Twitter. Like no one liked me in high school. I had a very small group of friends. Um she was bullied. I was, but I also She ate her food in the, it in really the bathroom. Depend- I always was in drama. And so like class. No, of course not. Drama. Um, and so. Um, Theater. <laughs> people just like didn't like my Twitter. I remember random people would always, it would always be straight guys. They'd always message me and be like, you're fucking annoying. And then I'd look and I'd be blocked. And I didn't even know them. Like it was just like ridiculous. But now everyone loves my Twitter. So it's like just weird. I don't know. 
I think people just had to catch up. Karina has been ahead of her time for a very long I, time. Yeah, thank you for giving me credit for that because yeah. I agree. I have been ahead of the head of the curve for a long time. Right, she's a trendsetter. Um, I wrote this down. So I was at the gym the other day, and when I tell you the most foul-smelling, stinky-ass guy was working out next to me. Long, greasy hair, neck beard, wearing, like, normal clothes, like khaki shorts. Ew. Smelled like someone put on a fucking diaper, took a shit (laughs) and a piss, and then didn't wipe his ass, and pulled his diaper back up, put shorts on, and went to the gym and worked out. It smelled so fucking bad. Tears were forming in my eye. I'm on the shoulder press, like, (laughs) like i i couldn't believe what was i was smelling i couldn't believe the scents coming from him i little i knew it was him because he walked over and that whole that shit wafted over to me all i could think of my head was okay i'm bringing this up on the podcast because let's establish some etiquette for the gym guys let's put on some deodorant let's wash our pits let's put on some new pair of underwear let's get some wet wipes for your ass i know we're working hard we're sweating it out we're getting our workout in you're getting that pump but you know what let's take a shower too before maybe and maybe new pair of socks and you know what let's groom a little because there's more people here than just you and your stinky testicles all right (laughs) Let's get, let's hit, let's hit the gooch with some soap before we do a lift, okay? That party I was at, though, I will say, this guy is, he he was hot. Like, he was a really hot guy. Mm -hmm. He looked really ripped and muscular. Mm -hmm. This is the example, though, on the topic of the gym that has made me really take a hard, long look at my goals with fitness because... His body was sculpted to yeah. the gods. Like he just, he was, he was hot and he looked yeah. really good. We're playing beer pong together, okay? Everyone's kind of ADHD. Is he gay? No, he was not. And wait till you find out how I knew that because okay. we're taking turns playing beer pong. I'm throwing my ball with my limp wrist and I'm just like, ah, having a good time. Yeah. Great time. I, I liked beer pong. Out of nowhere, this guy who I thought was hot when he was fully clothed, he decides to take his shirt off in the middle of this party. And it's like, oh, so that's your personality trait is that you lift weights because and then it's like now you've ruined it. Like I having a nice body should be the accessory to your good personality. Exactly. It should not be your fucking personality. And I'm not even a girl. Like gay guys are usually pretty vapid, but that was such a turnoff to me. It's just because it's just an immediate. Not only do you take his shirt off. okay? not only do you take his shirt off. Then we're playing beer pong, and I must have, like, missed the ball or something, and I said something like, oh, my God, and he looked at me, and he went, oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> like, there was... Do it hate. again, do it again. Oh, my God. <laughs> Full hatred in his voice, okay? Like, he hated me, and I didn't know. I didn't know he hated was me. Was he a partner? No, he was not. He was like, my team against me, okay? And that's Ew. when I quickly was like, oh, so you're one of those. Yeah, like, not it, only are you cringe and narcissistic, you're a, a homophobe. And it, yeah. it took everything yeah. within me to not, because you know, okay, I can lash out. Don't, don't 
Get it twisted, And he's bitch. quick and mean and witty, bitch. I almost fucking looked right at him. And I'm going to do it now because I couldn't then. So I'm going to let it out now. Yeah, he would have fucked you up. Because you know what? <laughs> let me put it this way. Oh my God, you might have really nice arms, but your nipples are puffy as fuck. And you look like you inject steroids straight into your forehead. And your eyes are slanting backwards. And you literally look like a fucking slob. So, you, oh my God, man, why don't you take the ball and shove it up your fucking roid rage ass? No one fucking likes that. Oh my God. And I can't let things go, okay? Like, I, other people are like, oh my God, it's so fucked up. I'm saying they're like, Mm, I want to hurt you so bad. You should have actually thrown the ball at his face. I was actually going to be like, oh my God, put a bra on. I want to see your fucking nipples out. <laughs> put your boobs away, bitch. Oh my fucking God. He um, took that as an opportunity to literally start flexing all of his muscles. Ew. And they weren't even big. Like, he looked ripped with, honestly, he looked better without flexing. When he started flexing, mm. it was like a little tiny tennis ball in his arm. And I'm like, Okay. <laughs> I could pop it. Like your 16-year-old brother. Right. Yeah. Honestly, if I had just been a little bit drunker, I would have literally lunged across the ping pong table and fucked him up. Yeah, Sam is not above getting into an argument. So, oh, hell no. Yeah. And he never loses either. So You can say what the fuck you want about me, bitch, but I can say it right back to you a little bit harder, a little bit quicker, a little bit better. Do you have social better. media? No, but his name was Goose. So shout out to Goose. Um, silly little ghost. <laughs> oh my god. I was just like, oh, oh my god. That was a lot. Like, I was just having a good time. Like, yeah. geez, and there was like multiple other gay guys there. So I was like, why the fuck am I getting targeted right now? Yeah. I think I'm, you know, I'm an obsessor. Like, I obsess. Mm -hmm. If you piss me same. off, I'm gonna obsess same. about it. We're the it. same way in that form. And I need at least 10 people to go talk to about it. Yeah. And... Yeah. I hate when people just don't give you that energy back. Like, when they're just like, oh, just let it go. Like, it's okay. It's like, shut up. Literally. You don't like, know how my brain is wired. Um, like, bitch, me talking about it is me letting it go. Yeah. Like, if I don't talk about it, I will never let it go. <laughs> so let me get it out now. Exactly. Let me use you as the punching bag yeah. and spit out the anger I have. Exactly. And then I'll be fine. I'll take a deep breath. All right. Well. With that being said. <laughs> One last thing. Okay. Rest in peace, Jerry Springer. Oh, my fucking God. Rest in peace, Jerry Springer. I literally was so sad getting that news. I know. We were supposed to be on that show. We tell the story. Well, the story was like I spoke to multiple Springer producers. We were yeah, going to be on But there. the made up story we had was that me and Sam were a couple, boyfriend, girlfriend. Sam was going to give me this big reveal that he has been cheating on me with a man. And then I was going to be like, oh, well, I'm actually <laughs> cheating on you with a woman. And then our friend Nicolina would have came on the stage. Right. And it would have been so perfect. Yeah. Chef's kiss. But you me know what? Sam might have tussled. On the stage. I know. I, I know. never thought about funny. I never thought about if it actually got that far. Because I think we would have had to fight. Yeah, I know. Oh, and people would be like, what the fuck? <laughs> this gay guy is fucking attacking. We were this gonna girl. we were literally gonna have one of our friends take couple pictures of us like, <laughs> yes! for the producers to buy it too. And right. we were literally like fully 19. prepared. Right. 18, 19, yeah. we were so young. So we were fully prepared for that, but then we got too scared. I know. Well, because I'd never, that, they would have flown us out, kept yeah. us in a hotel room, and like, it's Jerry Springer. We probably wouldn't have been 
in the best fucking resort. We would be nice to... It still would have been fun. I know. They even had in their stipulation, like your stipend, what you get paid. Uh-huh. They literally have a little part portion of their stipend for people to buy cigarettes. Because, like so really? many people definitely smoke cigarettes. Yeah. So yeah. it was hilarious. And I spoke we to this woman multiple times. Done it. We can try Maury. I know, but that means you're gonna have to take another one for the team. What do you mean? Get pregnant. <laughs> oh my god. And we could say you're the dad. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that's genius. I know, but that means you literally have to get pregnant. So oh, no, nothing no. I'm a, nothing I'm not above. <laughs> I'm just kidding. That would I do be. have an IUG. <laughs> but maybe there's a way we can fake it. Like pretend like you're pregnant. You know, I could use my cousin's baby that she just gave birth to. <laughs> oh, my God. Do you think she'd be okay with that? Or who else has a baby that I know? <laughs> We're going to borrow someone's <laughs> child to go on Mari. I thought I Mari Povich. I didn't Are know, you kidding me? I didn't know you needed the kid. I thought you could just be pregnant and do like a whole thing with that. You need no. a child? They Have you not seen Mari? I thought that sometimes the DNA. You, I thought sometimes the DNA is like the pregnant woman, or do they? No, only I've never seen that. It's after the baby is born, is born, and okay. then the baby will be backstage, and they'll show the baby on camera, and it's like just cute, and everyone will go oh, and then the dad will come out and be like, "That's not my fucking kid. I don't look like that fucking baby." <laughs> you definitely would have been on the show quite a few times. <laughs> my kid comes out blonde <laughs> with blue eyes. <laughs> It runs in my family. Uh, it's gifted generation. <laughs> Anyways. Um, well, on that note, you are not the dad. But we are. <laughs> Love you guys. Okay. Bye. Episode 17. Leave a comment. Leave a review. Stream us on everything. It's my birthday. So wish me happy birthday. And you know what? If you want to send us some money, go for it. You know? Got us a new backdrop, something, you know, spruce up the place. So, yeah. All right. Bye. Bye.